When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode 65. Derek, we finally reached retirement age. How does it feel? Uh, exhausting. It's uh, Isn't that what we just <laughs> that, said? We're all exhausted? Does that mean we're going we're to stop it? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, our pension comes in from Patreon after this episode, and then that's oh, it. Nice. We're done. Nice. Oh, man, if I was um, 65, I'd be done already. But um, right. I would have been retired for three years already. But um, no. Dude, when you really think about that, that's a lot, huh? Sixty-five. Yeah. You sure it's what not are we gonna do when we get five? to a hundred? Let's have a big party like Jimmy had. Yeah. I think we should have it at Jimmy's house, but we won't tell him until everyone gets there. No, it's funny. I. Um, he wouldn't mind. I, I, I <laughs> He'd just be like, no. "Oh, there's a bunch of people yeah, down yeah. in the, in the oh, bar." Oh, it's the usual suspects. Those, those are a new hundred yeah. people that just showed up at my house. But uh, it's mm. funny where I was working last week. I was on the phone with them, and I hung up, and I texted them right after. I was like, man, this is where I met you. I was like, he... Uh, oh, you're at the place. Yeah, when, well, it was across oh. the street. So when he came here, he had given out a bunch of shitty tools that people thought were good tools. And um, he just trying to make himself feel better. And oh. um, and it was right at that spot. It was just when I'm like, I think I've been here before, but I'm like, I can't imagine why I would ever be here. It was kind of nowhere it actually was. Another skateboard park. Used to skate at in Boston. You said, um, "Did Which you say one? you went like uh, like under the highway?" That wasn't there when I was. Yeah, there. I lived but there. but the, they were supposed that, to be building. That. Yeah, so right there, and it's such an mm-hmm. odd way to get there. I never knew how you got there, and uh, now I know the secret to it. So I found it, but yeah, it was just strange. You know, it's just uh, it was just funny, like reminiscing. But that's that. That's my story. I'll talk to you guys next week. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we missed that. last week, so we've got you know. Did we really? That's, that's kind of my fault, but that's kind of mine um, too. So yeah, mine yeah, too. I so think where I, I you guys off one night too. <laughs> well, you know what? What's what's was kind of shitty. I mean, it was like a couple different things, but I wound up. I, I was in Florida and the Dominican Republic last week for work, and where I stay in the Dominican Republic is like a rented house that the visiting kind of staff and people that work for the company uh, or just they're involved with the project we all stay at and last time i was there it had great wi-fi and this time when i was there there must be like one of those wi-fi extension systems where like there's multiple like hubs and the hub that i connect to just had no internet so like it was broadcasting great signal with no fucking internet so i was like 
which kind of sucked because I was away from home. I was like trying to talk to Angela. Like, no, there's no cell signal at all, and then barely any internet. So, but uh, Paul, did you see? I don't think you reacted to it. Did you see the picture of the bellhop, my Dominican bellhop? No. Um, well, uh, let me see. Hold on. I'm gonna send it again. I'm gonna send it's it adorable. again. It's It's so. It was so funny. Oh, so, this guy. Yeah. Do you Hold see on. Let me watch right it. Hand? What the hell's in his right hand? A gun? <laughs> no, that's my neighbor, the guy with the gun. Pistol whipping the other guy. Holy shit, he's got a t- t- shotgun for protection? <laughs> that's the security? Yeah. He's so, like a, he's like so, an old man. He's like a... Dude, so, it was so funny. So, like, the house we stay at is like a... Pri- you know, it's... I don't know. I'm in a third world country. So, there's a security yeah. guard that he guards the gate and like when you stay at the house you get like a garage door opener that lets you in the gate and like if the gate opens he knows that you belong there because like nobody has the garage door openers unless you're staying there so the garage door opener wasn't working the gate was broken so we went to like the service gate and just started knocking on the gate this at like 10 o'clock at night so he comes to the gate with the shotgun being like who the fuck is here and then he saw like he cut like we had the headlights on, so which made him even more suspicious because the headlights were like blinding him. So then he like kind of poked <laughs> his head around. And he saw it was us, and then he you know started laughing. And then I hadn't gotten to the property yet, so he grabbed my bag and he doesn't speak any English. And I'm like, no, 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 no. He's like, yes, 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 yes. So he's holding, carrying my my bag with uh, in one hand <laughs> with the shotgun in the other hand. <laughs> Jesus oh Christ! So funny. And then he did the same thing the next night. But the next night, I was there by myself, and I was a little more worried I was going to get uh, blasted. But anyway, um, I felt safe. So, as long as you feel safe, you you are yeah, safe. That's it. So, how was your guys' week, Paul? What have you been up to? I feel like we haven't heard from Paul Pinto. You're either Just on top of a building, or busy. you've been like wakeboarding with your friends. No, no wakeboarding. Last year at this time, I was wakeboarding. Remember that? I, I'm actually going to yeah. post that that video. I think. I want to um, see it. But we, um, we went kayaking last week. Actually. Oh, did you really? Nice. It well, it has been really That's nice great. out. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've just been busy up at that job in Kent, and then busy with a couple other jobs. We have new ones starting, trying to wrap up old jobs. So I'm That's tired. That's the one. The uh, the the frame that you guys put up like one in kent is that the one yeah the, 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 the like retirement home or yeah something. yeah yeah the the rehab yeah rehab so that one's pretty much finished um like a couple nice. little things we got to do but um that was tricky like real tricky just to because the the steel was so crazy like hmm. the way it was designed um but we figured it out no errors on our end which was good um the so, way you said that makes me sound makes it sound like there were errors. There were errors, <laughs> not else's. our fault, you know. Does the um, homeowner listen to this podcast? The homeowner? There's no yeah, homeowner. Who, who nah, you doing the, work the property for? owner. Oh right? no, no. I don't think so. Alright, just want to make sure. Oh no, the the, the G C is like well aware of the it was an old older steel company who we took over the job from, like had a oh, bunch yeah, of screw ups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Mm. So, we figured it all out. Nice. Sure, it feels good to. Uh, sure, it feels good to be close to the end of that one. Doesn't yeah, we're done yet, but yeah, there's like just um, like they got to do like the inspection and everything. I'm sure they'll come up with something just because they'll they'll try and get nail you with something no matter what. So, 
But it shouldn't be too bad. Do they test? Do they ever do ultrasonic on those? That's what they're doing. Or anything? Yeah. Oh, they are? Yeah. <coughs> Who pays for that? It's you the... Pay? No, we don't pay for that. The um, owner of the of the project, I guess, hires this company that's been checking, you know, all the the entire job. And, like, the guy I got, of course, is like... You know, thinks he's like uh, he's taking it. He thinks he's inspecting the World Trade Center. This guy, oh, you know, yeah, nice. it's like just one of the one of these typical. It's just like just shut. Do they up check already. every weld. Um, no, I mean, I'm sure if like they if they start find, catching a bunch of stuff, it. then they'll go check it. You know, who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah. But now, what um, causes my that? Project... Do they check it? On every job? They like, do an like, inspection, a visual inspection, and, like, the ultrasonic thing on certain ones. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know. On my job, like, um, when we did the rooftop penthouse, the thing that was, like, that, like, uh, whatever it was, like, 100,000-pound, like, rooftop assembly, mm-hmm. they they had it called out on the drawings which, well did, which welds needed to be tested. Oh, okay. It was, okay. like, already, like... And the inspector came... So when the the beams were put in place, they were tacked. Then the inspector came through and marked all the joints that he was going to test. Oh, okay. And then came back and actually was there the day the guys welded them and tested them the same day. So, like, Mm. a guy would finish. Because these were – it was crazy, Paul. And I'm sure I've showed you photos maybe just, like, one at a time. But one day I should show you, like, the whole album of it. Because the the beams were – they were – 10 by 18 or 8 by 14 uh, rectangular tube, half-inch thick wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Galvanized. Oh, wow. Uh, pre-galvanized. And then they had three, uh, they had half-inch plate flanges welded inside so that it was like a, you know, like a socket joint. Oh, okay. And then that wow. whole thing had to get like a full penetration weld around the outside because it was holding up like a 1,000-pound unit on a roof. Wow. So like obviously <laughs> the stakes were pretty high. Was but, like um, dunnage for like air conditioning stuff. Exactly. Dunnage oh, for a okay. Penthouse. Remember, well, I got I told you guys about this is pre podcast, but they my, this company that at the building that I manage in New, uh, New Jersey, the construction project, they had a a uh, hundred thousand pound penthouse unit that was fabricated in Minnesota and then taken apart into five sections and then wow. brought to New Jersey, craned onto the roof in five sections and then assembled on the roof on top of the dunnage. Um, and it's a it was a self-contained um, lab, you know, lab quality air filtration, water filtration, heat, and like redundant um, like cell storage and all this crazy shit. And what was so cool about it was like it just showed up and they just piped into it. Like wow. it was like amazing, amazing. And they spent like I'll tell you guys in the after show how much they spent on it because it's it's nobody's business. But they spent a lot of money. There was <laughs> yeah. a lot of a uh, lot of digits associated with uh with this uh this penthouse unit very cool though really like amazing engineering but so how have they have they done any uh the ut tests on your welds yet no i think tomorrow um but did you have to do a lot of welding in the field or was it yeah bolting? there, there oh. was a good amount there was a couple moment connections and then like um yeah there was a good amount of those and then like all the peaks like like, some of the shit was, like, so unnecessary because I even had my engineer come look at it because I was, like, asking mm-hmm. him some questions about it, like, what the best way to do things was. And he's, like, it's so unnecessary to even do, like, be welding some of these things. Like, there was, like, at the top of the peak, there's, like, literally, 
what is it, probably 10 bolts on the entire connection. He's like, you could you could have four bolts and it would it would hold. He's like, yeah. but there's 10 bolts and you're welding both the top and the bottom of the, the, the top and bottom flange, like full penetration weld. He's like, it's just so much, like they don't even, you know, they're not doing anything. Now, but, um, why'd they do steel? Is it a design element in the house, or is it just is it cheaper? Or it's a it, it's um it's probably the code. It's uh it's not it's um a building. It's part of a bigger building. Um, you really couldn't. I mean, I guess you could do it out of wood, but it would have to be like timber frame kind of because it's a big open yeah. room. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, all or open. Truss. Inside, you could do it yeah. with trusses too. Right? Yeah, trusses. but I think they want that look like the was like a vaulted yeah. ceiling or something like yeah. But the, actually, the building next door to it, which is which is a lot bigger, is this crazy timber frame with me- all metal connections and like turnbuckles. Oh, I'll nice. take some pictures of it. It's insane. Like it's like a kind of like an auditorium, and the floor like sinks down. And there's I guess they're gonna put seating in, and there's a stage um, for whatever you know type of meetings or presentations they they're probably gonna have in this place. But that building's like amazing, um, but I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. So we'll see. I like that. We'll see what happens. When you're gonna be done with it? Um, probably like in the next in the next week. There's not yeah. there's not really anything more to put up except for these four short little pieces of tube that have these crazy compound miters like i'll show i'll send you guys pictures of the plans like mm. it's so insane like they, they just did a shitty job of showing what needed to happen like and i just basically took a shot at figuring out how to cut these things out and it ended up working like i, I test fit one and so now i'm just going to cut the other three out at the shop and then weld them together in the field because originally it was supposed to be like a plate welded onto one side and then that the whole thing was going to get bolted up onto one of the big columns stick out and then hold up this channel that kind of goes all the way around the edge of the roof like the soffit almost or whatever that's that sounds insane it, what a it's, crazy it, building it's just for such like a kind of ordinary like structure when it's all done and sheathed and yeah you know, like wrapped it's going to be like you know it, like these pieces are even like unnecessary because the channel's currently up in the air, like totally supported by like these other connections. But I don't know. It was just whoever did the detailing on this did a kind of a shitty job. Oh, it wasn't so, me. No, yeah, nothing to do with it. So sorry. But Chris, when you're down in the Dominican, what were you doing down there? Just meetings and stuff like that? Or are you looking at property yeah, to yeah. buy for them? Or what's all that about? So um, the property is all, that's all like kind of done and dealt with. It's yeah. um so like we, we're putting up, at the end of the day, the 75 brand new out of the ground houses are going up there um, as they get purchased. Uh-huh. So they're like, it's a, it's like a luxury, like beach club. Um, really? I'll send you guys. I actually just, it's so funny because 
my my sweet sweet wife Angela has no fucking idea what I do for a job. She mm-hmm. says it all the time. She's like, I just don't even know what your job is. <laughs> um, and sometimes I like forget because like I had this moment when I was there. I was like sitting in a meeting and I was like, how the hell did I wind up? Yeah, here doing this. But um, uh, it's it's a really cool property and it's a really cool project because they're they're building all these houses. So what I went down there to do is my job in this project is to act as like the the approving body between the construction and development group and the owner of the property itself so like when the construction and development group says hey we're gonna build this house and it's gonna we sold this property for this much money and we're gonna build the house and it's gonna cost that much money and we're gonna make this much in profit i have to sign off on the deal and say yeah that's that's a good deal. You're making the right amount of money and you'll be able to get it done in the right amount of time. So, wow. but it, I have a pretty good, um, this, this last trip was basically to meet the, uh, the finance team that's down there, like the accounting yeah. team yeah, and just like meet them in person. And then we had some stuff we had to work through. So, but it's like nonstop. Like I got off the plane on Wednesday and went like right into meetings on from like 5 PM until like 8 PM. And then the next day, like 8 a.m. until I get like I get picked up in the morning and I get dropped back off where I stay and I'm basically in meetings for the entire time like there's no way for me to get away from it you know yeah so is this gonna be like once a a month thing or once a week or as needed it's probably like once every six weeks is the plan that I'm trying to do because it's it's a lot it's a lot of traveling like it's it's like three and a half hours from JFK to the DR and then it's an hour and 45 minutes from the airport to the property so like it's oh, like shit. it's like seven hours door to door by the time you like get there, and like you know whatever like I I I'm pretty well taken care of with like you know like I get a you know like an Uber whatever or like a car picks me up and then someone drives me but it's like it's just a lot of time you know it's like yeah it's a lot of time so anyway I'm I'm getting used to it now and and the the more I get used to it the the less I'll have to go there you know so yeah. but. My situation is not as tricky as like one of the other guys that's there that has been there for I think going on almost a year and he's there two weeks and then he comes home for two days. So he two weeks there, two days home. Why even and come that, home? That I, I to see his family. He doesn't you know want to like, not see his family. Cash two days or something. Uh, I'd spend Holy some of his money because there's nothing to buy there. So maybe he just orders a bunch of like goodies to they his. They can't uh, give him four days. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. I mean, you know what I will say? Like, I, I'm pretty much free to make my own schedule. So like this last trip, like I knew that I needed to be there, and I needed to go to Florida too because I was in Florida first. So I just like I buy the plane tickets and I go. You know, like I don't have to call somebody and say, "Hey, like, can I come down these days?" I just I do yeah. what I got to do. So, which yeah. is kind of nice. You know, yeah. but I have to go back in in two and a half weeks, which kind of sucks. Oh, so you do any well, lounging was, around by the beach? I know. Well, I was yeah, thinking right. that's where we could do our hundredth episode. <clears throat> that would be lovely. Listen, in, in 40, 45, in thirty five weeks, um, mm-hmm. hopefully I have enough uh, <laughs> enough seniority to be able to to go yeah. and do that. I mean, like, yeah. if you're included, you know, right? If I'm not dead, if I'm yeah. included in the episode, yeah, that's right. Okay. That's fair enough. We yeah. can do that. So, we can do that. So, Derek, what have you been up to? Oh God, it's just been a busy, 
busy couple weeks. Last weekend I had uh, Keith uh, Keith Johnson, KJ Sawdust, and it was a, it was a great weekend. It was a lot of fun working on a little secret project, and uh, we had a blast. And then this weekend Jimmy showed up, and I, t- I tell you we had so showed much up. fun. Yeah, I I thought he died though, and uh, I got a little nervous. <laughs> I was like, what's the chances he comes to my house and he dies here? You know, he. Uh, why did you think he died? So well, I'll tell you why I thought he died, and you tell me. So we we got came here, and he was tired. We did, we did. Uh, you know, it seems like every time I'm with Jimmy, like when we're exhausted, time to go to bed, and all of a sudden he's just like, "Let's go for a ride," and it's like I don't understand why it's like a two a.m. ride, but we did it in New York all the time, so we did it here. So we go for the two a.m. ride. And uh, we're driving around. He's falling asleep. He was killing himself to get his videos done for this week to come down. And um, we had a little episode, a little, a little, uh, little issue. We weren't involved in it, but a little issue with the police. He wasn't involved in it, thank God. But um, we get back here, and we're up till like three, three thirty in the morning, which isn't a norm. So. I said, I'll be up like 7, 7.30. So he's like, okay. So seven o'clock, I, I'm like, 7 o'clock, if, he's, if I don't get up at 7.30, he's just going to get in his car and go home. Like, he's not going to sit here on my couch with nothing to do. Like, I have like a 15-minute window of him just not doing anything. So I get up. 7.30, he's not up. 8 o'clock comes, he's not up. So I'll give him till 8.30. 8.30, he's not up. I stop breakfast. I'm cooking bacon. Nine o'clock, he's not up. I'm like, all right, this is weird. <laughs> Holy shit! I don't. I've never, never, ever, ever has he, um, like slept that late that I know of. You know, so nine thirty. I'm like, I'm gonna have to face this as a man. I felt like I was going to like scoop up a dead mouse my wife had found like in the back pantry or something. <laughs> I was like, I gotta deal with this body, and I go in there. And I'm like, what's the chances after? Did you listen to the last Fits All podcast? I they were did. Listen to part about, of it. They're talking about like a dead body on their property. Jimmy's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Read out back. I'm like, I'm like, I just get crazy. Like project. I'm like, they're gonna be like, oh, they were talking about dead bodies. There's gotta be buried. Da da da. Like, because that's all they talked about, you know. And now Jimmy shows up dead in my house. So it's like, I'm like knocking on the door. No answer. I knock. And he's like, huh? I'm like, hey, buddy, it's getting a little late. Are you, are you okay? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just, uh, I, I closed my eyes again. It was like quarter of ten. He got up. I was like, holy shit, like a teenager. But uh, well, how late were you guys like, out? You were out till three, we're up till so. like three, but that that doesn't matter. He never sleeps like past eight o'clock. I've never even been up all like <laughs> staying up till four. He, he's up, and so anything more than four hours sleep for him is is odd. So I was just uh. I was like, oh, my God, but it's great. I'm not going to share this on uh, on, the, on the Instagram, but let me see if I can find it real quick. I open up the door, and he's laying there, and uh, I'm like, he is just such an animal. Look at this. Oh, hold on. <laughs> it just died. He kills me. Where the hell is it? Dog goes in there, climbs up on the bed, Oh, look at him. <laughs> Jeans and a hoodie. 
Those uh, are great pajamas, huh? Jesus Christ. Oh, Probably work boots he, still on. He, no, he took his boots off. He was nice enough to take his boots off. At least boots. he's not kneeling face down yeah, uh, against yeah, the no. bed. I, in the prayers, yeah, I gotta see if no, the boots were off. He took his boots off. I wonder if he probably took, ten like, knives in his pockets. Pocket. I was yeah. just wondering about that. Like, we took the knives out. Leatherman glass, dude, slept with his glasses on. He does that a lot. <laughs> wonder why he breaks them. I'm like, oh my god, he's nuts. He's nuts. And then, it's like, so Chris, Christina comes down and I'm like, go look at him. She's like, I'm not going in there. I'm like, it's just funny. <laughs> Fully dressed, so but no, we had a blast. We um, worked on a whirly gig, and he had this idea, and I was just like, I don't even know if we're gonna have enough time to do it, and we did, and it was fun. He made a whole like model in it with um, cardboard, and then we CNC'd it out, and um, it, it worked. It was pretty cool. So he's gonna refine it a little bit like that, but it, it was just nice. It was nice to hang out. It was nice to have him come here. It was a little bit insulting when he came down here and he says, whoa, this is worse than Clinton Street. And I'm like, okay. So, I says, dude, there's no raw sewage backing up on this, in this basement. That's true. You know? so That's true. It's like, you know, so easy. But no, we had, we had a lot of laughs. Grass stopped by and uh, he brought a couple donuts to Jimmy so that kept him. If Taylor's listening, Jimmy didn't have a donut. But, um, no, it, it was good. It was fun. We had a lot of laughs. It was a funny time. I wish he had stayed longer, but he had stuff he had to do. So That's the first home. time he's ever been to your yeah. shop, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, dude, what? Yeah. yeah. So, no, so what, was cool. was, what was he, like, most shocked by? Because, I mean, like, your shop, when you go down there, is shocking. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't think I've been there since you got the CNC. Oh really? I think I have. I, like fine. I, I think. Maybe, I don't yeah, know. Paul, you were here because I think when you came up with Johnny, didn't I? Have yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's funny. I, I think he was most he was most shocked that he could bend over to get through the troll door. I think he was most shocked <laughs> that he was that one. But now he's like, "How do we get in there?" I says, "Just through that door." He's like, "How?" I go, "You just bend <laughs> over, dude. It's not like it's like three feet high." It's amazing you got all that shit down there. That's he says. He's like, how'd the CNC get in here? I said, I cut it in half and just welded oh it back together. God. He's like, how'd the dust collector get in here? I said, yeah, that was another story. I think you got one more item that's got to get in there, too, if I yeah. recall correctly. Yeah. I won't I just, mention uh, what it is. Just, it's, I'll keep just that too, uh, too to much, myself. too much, but... But no, it was it was fun, you know. It was you got just, the it was laser fun down there. You got yeah. the CNC. You yeah. got a two by seventy two. You got an hey, anvil. If that guy, got... if that guy could build the Lamborghini in his basement, this is nothing, you know. Well, if you remember correctly, Fonzie built a Harley in his apartment while he was blind. <laughs> okay, do you remember that, no. Derek? No, you don't remember that. No, no. I'll there's have an, to refresh the, my memory. There's an one. episode of of. Uh, happy, days. happy days where yeah. Fonzie like temporarily goes blind. He gets in, I think like a bike accident and he like temporarily goes blind and they like bring his, his Harley up oh, to so his funny. like second story apartment. Yeah. And then like the scene changes and then he's like polishing it. Like it's like comes up in a, in like baskets. Oh, that's oh my God. I tell you, it's funny. Somebody had reached out to me. I didn't want to say anything because I don't want them hounded by people. But they're like, hey, you know, wall control really wants to, you know, do some stuff with you, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'll do it. I says, I have no wall space. I says, for me to make wall space, I got to take stuff down. 
and I said, I, they have to send me stuff to fit all this stuff. So she's like, send me some pictures. I send her a video. She's like, oh, my God. And I was like, yeah, it's a lot, but it, I was like, it could be done, you know. But, um, I mean, a lot of it I could, like, reorganize and, and throw out. But it's like, I do have to do something with it. Because, like, all the shelves, it's like everything's just, like, hanging and teetering and stacked. And, you know, it just, you touch one thing, you know, four things fall over. So I'm getting sick of that. It just, I really need to figure something out. But, I mean, I think, like I said, if I expand it like I wanted to, just moving everything back you know 10 feet that's going to help an awful mm -hmm. lot but it's just getting the ambition to do that i've had a ton of people reach out to me that said they'd be willing to help me which is nice but it's just going to be hard to like figure out a time and a date and you know it's just it's so hard now it's getting close to the holidays and everything and i want to get my stuff out of that garage by the end of the year so it's going to be a pain in the ass to do but i'm just going to have to do it figure it out somehow and do it so it's but. tough. People offer to help me when I'm like in like big cleaning mode all the time, and I'm just yeah. like, you know, part of it you kind of just gotta be there doing your own thing, you know. Cause yeah. yeah. Then like you know stuff disappears, like you know like the the most productive help cleaning that I I ever get is like, you know, the last time it was actually Angela. Like she didn't try to put anything away. She yeah. just took everything that was, like, the same and put it together. Yeah, so, like, yeah. she didn't know what any of the shit yeah. was. But, like, yeah. all the Allen keys were all yeah. in one pile. All, yeah. like, the spray paint was in one pile. And, like, yeah. that is helpful. You yeah. know? Like, especially in my place is a, you know... My place is a bigger, more accessible, but as fucked up version of yeah. your space. Yeah, yours so, is just, like, a big fucked up for version of this. And that's yeah, what, it's with like, a bigger door. Yeah, like, you know? I just have, like, all these little bins of screws and nuts and washes, and it's like, part of me's like, just throw them all out because, mm -hmm. you know, it, it just takes up so much space, and I never use half of them, but then I'm like, as soon as I get rid of them, I'm going to need it. And then it's like, mm -hmm. I don't even, I'm like, looking at it right now as I talk to you guys, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck, like, I got going on here. It's just like, there's just stuff <laughs> I see, just stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah, it's like, it's just so... I just feel bad. Like, God forbid I drop dead. Like, my wife, I, I just told her, just burn the house down. Let no, just, just fill in the, fill the in basement, the basement yeah. with, with fucking yeah. concrete. Just That's it. Just build a new house. Just let it go. But it's just, I'm like, oh, my God. I couldn't clean this out in 10 lifetimes. I'm I'm pretty sure I could post the video on my Instagram because you the, the guy whose house it was, like, you couldn't even identify him even if you tried. So I, I don't know if it's like whatever it's anonymous but like i went to this guy's shop and i don't know that i've ever talked about it on the podcast but i know that i've showed you guys the video uh -huh. but like a couple of years ago this guy uh was he was selling like steel for yeah. like i don't know 25 cents a pound he's like i have all these rounds and uh oh, I at the time that. i was like i was like oh yeah i'll go check it out like he had tons of shit so i go to his house and the guy's like big guy he was like he was probably like six four and he was already like hunched over but his hands had such bad arthritis his hands were like all swollen like like big knobs on oh his yeah yeah i remember you and um me about this. he's like oh all the materials in the basement i go down in this basement and he's got a, a full-blown like old school machine shop in his basement like a huge lathe and like big like a camelback drill like jimmy's with the variable speed and the yeah. power down feed and and then hundreds 
if not thousands of pieces of stock that he had gotten from shops all around Long Island, like as they closed, like as Long Island's industrial, you know, like abilities shut down. This guy's name was Ed. They like called Ed, like everybody. He knew every fucking machinist on Long Island. And mm. I asked him once when I was down there, if I, if he would let me film him and like share some of the information and share some of the stories that he had. And he was like, ah, you know, I just, you know, I don't, I don't like belong on, on YouTube. And I said, well, I don't have to show your face. I said, if you want, like, I just think you have an interesting story. Like you have this history of Long Island manufacturing and New yeah. York manufacturing that like people just don't know about, you know, like, cause he was like, oh, you know, I knew this guy and he made the first like this from Grumman. And I knew this guy, he worked for this company. Like this guy, like, when he dies, all so much information will die. Yeah. With him. But anyway, his shop. Derek, your shop is like, like a like kindergarten, yeah. Compared to this guy's yeah. fucking shop, like yeah. the size of the lathe in his basement, it was not like, like you know Jimmy's big South Bend, yeah. like South Bends are heavy, but they don't yeah. have like that huge headstock like some of like mm, Fireball yeah. tool lathes. Oh, yeah. This yeah. thing was like like had a huge headstock. I don't know what the brand was, and I literally said to him, I said, I said, Ed, what are you gonna do like when you pass away? He said, I don't know, but they're probably going to have to knock this house down and get these machines out from with a crane. He's like, because <laughs> him and his brother, I think they, I, I want to say they brought some stuff in through like a window that was no longer there, or they carried the shit down the stairs through his kitchen. Like it was fucking insane, this place. Yeah. And all uh. I kept thinking was like, you would have needed to dig a ramp and like, you'll never get the shit out of there. Yeah. Um, and he wouldn't sell any of his machines. He would only sell, like, the junk that he wasn't using, you know? Yeah. Like, like he had a beautiful, like, little Italian lathe, like, maybe like a, maybe like a 12 by 30. Um, and super, super nice. And he, like, he was like, oh, no, I, he's like, that's my favorite machine. I'll never sell that. I'll never sell that. I'm like, well, dude, you know, why don't we get it out of here while, like, you're still fucking, like, moving? Yeah. You know, and and I was and at the time I he had a, a two hundred and something pound anvil that I was trying to buy, and he said, "Listen, he, all these things I kept asking for him to sell me, he wouldn't sell me." And finally, he stopped me. He said, "Listen, he goes, keep an eye in the newspaper when I die, and you see my obituary. Just come here, he goes, because my kids are gonna throw all this shit away. He Jesus goes, they couldn't Christ. care less about my stuff. Dude, he's like, they will throw all of this shit away when I die." Dude, I, I can't believe you just said that. So this guy I work with, he follows me, and it was great. So last week when uh, I had to work all night, we have a department that just kind of, you know, monitors everything when it gets dug up in the street and uh, make sure everything's, you know, done. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen. On sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, whatever. So it's like a senior guy. So there's a bunch of guys from my crew out there, and um, he comes out and he's like, oh my God, hey Derek, what's going on? And everybody's just standing around because like no introductions were done. And he goes, you guys don't know who this is. You're in the presence of a celebrity. He goes, this is Derek from Walden, you know? And they're like, what? And I'm like, oh, yeah. He says, you guys want stickers? And I gave him all stickers. And that's how the kid ended up with the sticker on the hot hat, right? Which was great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so of course, all the guys at work are just like long faces. They're like, I don't want to hear this, you know, because they just can't stand me to begin with. And it's like, you know, somebody (laughs) inflating my ego. But um, (laughs) things were going on. So it's like we sit there and we dig. So a lot of times we're sitting there for, you know, 10 hours waiting for somebody to do their job. So we're sitting there. We're just bullshitting. He's like, I just want to really let you know I love what you do. He goes, it's just amazing. All these years I've known you, I never knew you did this type stuff. You know, he goes, it's just great. He goes, I wish I had known. He goes, like five years ago. My father had some machining tools that we just scrapped. I'm like, Ugh. I don't want to hear the story. He goes, dude, mm-hmm. we had a vice. He goes, the jaws had to be six inches wide. He goes, this thing had to be 250 pounds. He goes, I've never seen anything like it. He goes, it was a, it was it was huge. I go, did it have a name on it? He's like, I don't even remember. He goes, all I remember is just telling the scrap guy to take it, you know. Uh. And he goes. I, I I would have given it all to you. And I'm just like, oh, God. He's like, I didn't know. He goes, it's just like my old man died. And we're just like, we got to get this shit out of here. You know, yep. and it's really it's a boat anchor. It's, it's like, a boat anchor. Yeah, it just That's happens it. all the time, you know. And it, mm-hmm. it just, you know, and it's always like you hear these stories, you know. Uh, Christina's cousin, yep. he does clean outs. And, you know, they just get more shit that, you know, they don't care about. They they just bring it to the scrap guy, too, you know. Cause, That's it. You know, they save yeah. some stuff. But you can only save so much stuff, you know. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's just, it, it just crazy, That's, uh... you know. That's funny you said that because Angela, so like part of Angela's job, she she orients new nurses on her unit. And the girl that she's orienting was like, oh, I wish I would have known you like, you know, like whatever it was like a, two years ago. Like her, I don't remember now if it was her dad or her grandpa had like a, a warehouse filled with tools. And uh-huh. they just like, he she told Angela like, oh yeah, we like, you know, basically just had to desperately get rid of everything because like we didn't have any, we didn't have anything to do with it. You know, yeah. like we just got rid of everything. She's like, I wish I would have known you and your husband. Like, and and just what's funny too is if you think about it, for every one of these stories we hear, right? Because we hear them like all the time. Like, oh, you know, I I, yeah. I wish I would have known you. There's like, this is happening ten times a day, a hundred times a day, every day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. That like some old farmer in Indiana who's got you know like the rarest power mm-hmm. hammer or anvil or lathe. Like, he dies, some bank buys his house, they just fucking bulldoze everything, and that's it, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know, and if you're lucky, Andrew Alexander finds your widow, and uh, he gets all your shit. You yeah. Know? I don't know. Yeah. I, speaking of which, I picked up a vice from him last week. And, oh, uh, that's was, your new tool. That's yeah. a good new tool. Yeah, and it was just so funny. So, um, last week when Keith was here... Uh, the guy that, w- that was with him, Paul, Copper Pig Fine Woodworking, if you don't follow him, mm-hmm. you should, but uh, he does some amazing stuff. He had done a post about it, and he's like, these things are amazing, you know, I can hold my trays, and they're just, you know, 
they, they're so wide, the jaws, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I message him. I says, I know, Jimmy has two of those. And I says, I'm dying to find one one day. And then, boom, Andrew, you know, Blacksmith Tools just posted a new post. I look at it. I'm like, oh, my God, there is a God. I was like, I have to message him. So I was just like, you know what? I'll take it. So he had, you know, said it was missing the pot. He gave me the link to it. I got it. And uh, I haven't mounted it yet. I got I. I know where I'm going to mount it, and I have it on the table. I'm going to mount it too, but I think I'm just going to wait till I move the table because it's going to make it way too heavy to move with with it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, so I'm just excited about that. It's in really good shape, and you know, it's just uh, nice. But I think I'm going to get rid of like I have two more vices. I think I'm going to get rid of. I just you know I, they're not bolted down and. I you know I have like a Wilton bullet vice. It's like brand new. It's like it was never even used. I'm gonna keep that one, and I'm gonna keep my father-in-law's um, Christina's father. He gave me a really nice vice that I'm gonna uh, keep. And I think the other ones. Well, I'm gonna keep another one for the the welding table. But other than that, I think I'm gonna. And get then rid one of more the you ones. just keep. You know. One yeah. More well, that big one I got little... that I got up at uh, Jimmy's. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep that outside. So fuck it. I'm not getting rid of any of the other ones, but. I was going keep them to, all. Listen. Yeah, I was going to get rid of them. When sea so levels not, rise, you know. Yeah, no, I'm keep not your, gonna, So I'll keep the vices. So that's it. Keep your vi- <laughs> keep your uh, house from flooding. That's why the house is so flooded. You know what's so funny? I, I was I uh, was talking to I t- I find a lot of like tool deals in uh, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and I send them mostly like blacksmithing shit, and I send them to Cliff and John. Uh-huh. And um, they never fucking buy anything that I send them, but uh, yeah. I send them the deals anyway because at least I feel like because I'm not gonna go and buy this shit, but I'm like I gotta share this with somebody. Yeah. So the last time I bought an anvil, I I don't know some somehow I wound up talking to Andrew about it, and you know what he said about the anvil? What? He was like, "Nice anvil." I said, "Yeah, you know, I figured for what I paid, it was a good deal." And he said, "Listen, it's always a good place to park your money." Like he looks at all that shit that he has as just like it's earning interest yeah and yeah. It's, and he loves it it is yeah. not going anywhere yeah. and it's never going down in value you know yeah. i mean like yeah i guess in in there is theoretically right like people could just go listen like everyone could just yeah. not give a shit about vices and blacksmithing yeah. but at the end of the day there is a, a scarcity of the item itself. And it's only like getting the, the rarer demand, day by yeah. day. Yeah, the demand yeah. is is far below, is far above the supply, and the supply only gets worse. Yeah. So, like, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, he has however many eight inch vices, and yes, there are, are not a lot of people who will spend the money on an eight inch vice. But if you need an eight inch reed vice, yeah, and he says, "Hey, I want eight thousand dollars for one." Yeah. What What are you going to do? That? If you, you know, like. That company that owns all the diamonds, like De De, Be- De Beers oh, or something. Oh. Yeah, yeah, De Beers. De Beers. Yeah. They yeah, have they sure. have like piles and piles yeah. of diamonds, but they only let a certain mm-hmm. amount into the De market. Yeah. That's what that's what, like him with vices and blacksmith yeah. tools. Yeah. He's got them yeah. all, and he just lets a couple trickle out. Yeah, you know. I heard he was yeah. going to try to mount one on his wife's finger. Uh. The diamond. <laughs> I, it looks like he's got a couple power hammers on her finger now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was funny. Speaking of John and Cliff, uh, John messaged Jimmy. He goes, if that's me and Cliff, did you see the whirly gig? It's like two guys hammering. And he goes, if that's mm-hmm. me and Cliff, could you make Cliff's half the size of me or something? <laughs> like, no, I'll make, oh, mine's going to have to be twice as big as Cliff's. Oh, That's just funny. God. But, uh, 
But yeah, that thing yeah, came been, out I've cool. I've been sending those it. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Is he is he gonna uh, is he keeping it in wood? Is that like yeah I yeah he's gonna yeah, steel. yeah that's yeah that's not yeah he's gonna make it out of wood. He's gonna tweak it like that's like you know like the first one and he's just gonna mm-hmm. tinker with it. But it just nice. it, it did come out cool. It was fun to watch like the process. I was supposed to be paying attention a little bit more, but I had my own thing I was doing. Go back and watch his stories. He, he talked yeah. about he talked through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I I wanted to get that um, camera rig set up that uh, Keith had given me. So I got some concrete and a bucket and a pole. So was I that could, the uh, Wobie one? Yeah, that's the Wobie one. And I tell you, honestly, I would never ever buy something like this. But after seeing it. The thing is unbelievable it's how great. it works. It's great. I've been wanting Dude. to make one out oh, of wow. it on the CNC. So crazy. Like, because huh. it doesn't yeah. just, like, it's not just extending like that. I can't extend that part, but it goes, like, down like mm-hmm. that. Oh, wow. Like yeah, and you're supposed yeah. to put it in a bucket filled with concrete, Paul, yeah. so it has, like, no footprint. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Just, like, drag it around. Yeah, so, because when Keith was here, his shop, his shop's tiny, too. And he's just, he had made a couple of them. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to send it to you. He goes, you really need this. And so I just got a bucket. I made like a little roller thing for it. I had wheels. I had all, everything I needed pretty much. And uh, I threw it all together. And it, it's just awesome. Huh. So I'm, I'm super excited about it. But, yeah, it's unbelievable how versatile it is and how good it works. But it's just cool. It just I thought it was just like an accordion thing, but it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, it drops down, this, that. Cool. Is that the one? Is that the version one or the ver- did he make? He built that right. Keith I don't made know. It, or Keith did he bought. Just make it, it must be you. version two because Keith bought the plans for it. Made a couple. He had his buddy see and see him out, and he made a couple, and he mm-hmm. and he just got me one. So I don't, I'm not sure. But this yeah. one's good. So I would guess. Version so wait. Two. So he made it and brought it to you, or you made he it? He mailed. There? He mailed it to me. He mailed it to me. And, it, oh, and it's nice. funny. It, it came in a box. I thought it was a Starrett box, but it um, it just was <laughs> the same colors. And I'm waiting for something from them. I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. It came so quick, and I opened it. Like, first, I was kind of bummed out. I'm like, oh, fuck. But it's like, you know, it's still awesome to get something, but it wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. But I'm happy. I mean, he sent all, like, the, the camera-like rigging and everything. So Nice. Yeah, he hooked me up. He's a good guy. I love Keith, so. Good guy. Yeah, I was thinking about making one of those for over the lathe because I feel like that's a perfect thing, like over a metal lathe. Yeah, you know, yeah. To like, yeah, it's unbelievable. Get out on. It, it's really, I don't know. I didn't see the video when Wolby made it. I don't know if he designed it or you know what. I mean, yeah, I somebody. Think it's his thing. I think it's yeah, his. Yeah, uh, like, like it's his... like it's amazing how it works. It just it, it works cool. So. Yeah, and then I, the idea is that it just like slips over a piece of black pipe, and it's kind of yeah. like a friction fit on the black pipe, I think, or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. So the the there's like pieces of wood that go around it, and they're elongated holes. So I just mm-hmm. like Keith used like one inch conduit. I got one inch um, black gas pipe, and um, yeah. it just like those pieces are adjustable, so you can make it tight to it. And then there's just a thumb screw on the side, which Keith didn't send the jerk, and. Um, and the thumb screw just holds it up and down the pole, and then it just pulls out like a couple feet. So it's really cool. I mean, nice. you can shoot straight down and all kinds of good shit. So that's, that's exciting. Uh, speaking yeah. speaking of cameras, I shot with my new uh, 
A7S3 today for the first yeah. time. How was it? New camera. Fucking awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. it is like like and I and I haven't gone through the footage yet, but like just looking at it through like the viewfinder, it just yeah. looks like it's just leaps and bounds better yeah. than my Canon. Yeah. And I mean the thing like I'm finally pretty much done buying the setup and the whole thing costs like I I have to be I have to be like close to seven grand into Holy this fucking yeah, shit for sure. But what like more about Well I and I've been I've been going on the cheap too. Like I yeah. bought the body I got a deal on, the lenses I bought on eBay, like both of the yeah. lenses. But like the lenses were like nine something, eight eight eighty and nine something for the two lenses, which is and I got like Paul and you know like photography like I got f4 lenses yeah because um, like I don't really need an f2.8 in my shop like it's well enough lit that I don't really need it but like if I would have got the 2.8s those are like two grand over two thousand yeah. dollars each yeah mm-hmm. like with the, the l lenses cards. from Canon yeah so like uh, Sony has the G masters that's like their l lens the the G they they have the G lens and the G master ones so anyway, I finally like got everything together, but it's so funny. I, I was talking about it on my Instagram today. Like everything about this camera is just more expensive. Like the memory cards, I had to get like these like really good memory cards. Then it doesn't accept aftermarket batteries. It like doesn't work with aftermarket batteries, huh. and the Sony batteries are $75 each. <laughs> so like yeah. I had a I had to buy five fucking Sony batteries cuz I shoot all day, you know, like yeah. So like every like chunk of this is like just like just beating the shit out of my wallet. what kills you is like in in a year or two this camera is going to be worth like nothing but the lenses will still be mm-hmm. worth like the same mm. like yeah, the lenses and, you know, always like, I, stay valuable for some yeah. reason yeah and like for me like I haven't upgraded my camera in five years of having oh, my so it's worth YouTube it channel. Now, yeah so it's worth it and like the the thing that that like I noticed today like is the autofocus is as good as as everyone says it is uh-huh. like the autofocus is amazing where like i don't even think about it when i'm shooting and just for like this one day i didn't think about it at all and i know mm. that everything i shot looked perfect like was crispy and like i shot in hd not 4k just because i want to i figured i would like kind of start in hd because i'm not really ready for the 4k like workflow it yet takes up so much but more everything space looks, right Dude, the file form, the files, the files are, are huge. so big. And in rendering H- everything, right? Yeah, exactly. And I got the new computer, so like that's supposed to help. But anyway, it it's up until today when I finally got to use it, I was like, why did I do this? Like my old camera was fine. <laughs> and now that I've got it set up, I'm like, this thing is fucking amazing. You know, so anyway, I, I'm, I'm excited to get... When this video, uh, I'm making a video like restoring this, like push one of these big push like leaf blowers. Um, when I put that video out, I will be interested to see if anyone notices, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it was it was it was cool to uh, have something new. But dude, the camera. I mean, and Paul, you're a little more into like the camera tech and stuff. I know Derek wants to just film on his iPhone, but uh, this I just I'm make a Canon guy. I've had Canon cameras since like I don't know 2005 yeah. 2004 to switch to a new camera menu system it's Are you like all thrown a off? different language yeah I'm I'm all fucked up dude and they call things like they call stuff different you know like it's um but uh it is very nice it's 
it's it's a very cool uh setup if you ever dive back into youtube videos uh yeah worth looking into Uh, my friend who helped us film that wakeboard video last year he had a sony but i don't know which one it was but it was like a pretty good one i don't know i don't think it was the same one you have but or the, you're the one you have. You probably new, have right? the A7 III. Or, so yeah. like the A7 III is almost the same, except the screen doesn't flip out to the side. It like just tips. Oh, okay. And that was the one that everybody used until the A7S 3 came out. Um, and now, of course, like since I just got this, they'll come out with the next fucking one. Or <laughs> yeah, something. yeah. You can't but, win. You just gotta pay. You just gotta I mean, go like, for it. Yeah, but like as far as like I've been watching all these YouTube videos because the camera is so fucking complicated, and like. Everybody that talks about it says that, like, if you're a, a, a filmmaker, like a, a filmmaker doing like weddings or content, that like it's the perfect camera. Like, it's got everything that you need. So, I don't know. I, I got a couple messages from people today because I was bitching about the price of people being like, "Yeah, I, I, you know, went and spent the money too, and like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make my money back, and it's, it's hard when you're trying to make back that kind of coin, especially if you're trying to do it with like YouTube money, which is yeah. uh. Seven grand can be pretty hard to come by. You know, sometimes so, you just anyway. gotta buy once, cry once, right? It's yeah, just, you know, it's and it's fuck it. I mean, some it things you really do just get what you pay for. I mean, it's you always get say, what you pay for. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just you know, it just I don't know. I I just need to. I mean, I'm finally just starting to understand the camera, and I finally got a lens that I enjoy using with it. Mm-hmm. But for me, honestly, it's, you know, I hate to say this. I, I, want, I may stay with the camera and use this as a tripod. It's the fucking tripod that drives yep. me crazy. It just, I cannot set it up. I cannot move it. It just hits. I pick it up. You know, the mic's catching shit on the hanging from the ceiling. It's just, it's always a chore to move it. Yeah. I'm watching Keith, like, he's, like, texting somebody, pulls out his phone, videotapes. I'm like, fuck. Like, it was so effortless watching him <laughs> just do it. I'm like, what am I, an asshole? Like, it, it just, seriously, it was, and it's constant. It's constantly getting knocked over. So, I may, my camera might be too heavy for this. I don't know. But at least it's like no, I don't think so. I mean, it, I no, see guys I use for the yeah. Wobie thing. Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, so I'm gonna try it because it. I yeah. do. You know, I finally like. The, I don't even know. See, I don't know anything about cameras. I don't even know what kind of lens I have. I know it's the one that Jimmy shoots with, and it's nice because I can shoot in really tight with it. I can shoot <clears> really <throat> wide with it. I don't have to change the lens if I want to do something, and that's what I can't stand. I can't stand like having to change the lens, having to do this. So. It's, uh, yeah. we'll see what happens, but, you know, hopefully this will help out. It's just, the the tripod thing is such a pain in the ass. I don't have the room for it, and I'm sick of moving it. But that's my story. Yeah, I'm I, sticking I, to it. I've had a million different tripods, and I finally found one that I really like. And I don't know if it's the one you have, but it's like a, almost like a pistol grip one where you can really yeah, quickly Yeah, I had that one, and it ended up, like, I still use that. I put my phone on it. My camera's too heavy for it. Like, it wore out, mm. and so it's really? too heavy. But yeah, oh, yeah, there's yeah. a way to fix it. I could tell you how yeah. to fix it. Because yeah. that same thing happened to mine, and it pissed me off. Yeah, yeah, so it's that. But, you know, I like that one because that one's nice. Yeah. It's nice and light and easy to move, you know. It's like no yep. bullshit. But yeah, that's the, the issue uh, I was having Frodo action it. tripod. Yeah. I think and it's cheap. It's like seventy bucks. I have, yeah. My tripod is like a six hundred dollar tripod from back in the day when I used to do like nature photography. It's a yeah. Gitzo. Nice. 
Yeah, it's Ooh. amazing how expensive some. It's, of them it was are. all like carbon, and this was like like back even before like my eighth grade. When I was in eighth grade, going into high school, I think I bought this because I went on some nature photography trip with this guy. It was actually on Long Island yeah. to take nice. pictures of like all these different birds. I was like really into mm-hmm. it for a while, and I was with this guy. Yeah. He was like a National Geographic photographer, and I, it was like me and like a bunch of like old people, and my dad yeah. <laughs> took me yeah. out there. Yeah. But it's like yeah. these these people were legit, and I got this crazy yeah. picture yeah. of <clears throat> this big seagull. It was like a, it was like a bl- great black backed gull or something, or some some kind of weird seagull that swooped down and ate was eating a live common tern, like a young juvenile common tern. It has a it in its mouth. Bird? A seagull was eating a bird that was like a pretty big bird. Like, it wasn't a small little bird. <laughs> and I have the picture. I'll show it to you. It was insane. And he, the guy, like, who, who ran the trip, like, freaked out. He's like, this is the best picture of the trip. He wrote a whole article on it <laughs> on his, like, website. Like, it, it was crazy. But nice. <clears throat> so yeah, I have that tripod, by, and I've had it ever up, since. Up by me, uh, they have Hunt's camera, which is, like, uh, like mm-hmm. a little B&H camera. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, they do, like, weekly camera walks like you can join. They have, like like a car club walk where they'll do like car shows and they have a nature walk they have a city at night walk a city in the morning walk and it's amazing the photos people get you know they go Mm -hmm. and it's like the golden hour and all that shit but um my daughter's boyfriend samantha he's really into photography and he does some amazing pictures i think he does a lot of like um photoshop to them after like to you know jazz them up or whatever and uh, mm. they're just really beautiful pictures he has a picture of it's like a like a, a cow skull and it's like in a floral arrangement like i don't know if, like where it was like it's like kind of like a southwestern themed type photo it's just really beautiful but i it frustrates me because i've always wanted to like be into photography and I just take such horrible pictures, I feel. I, like, never <laughs> took good pictures. And, you know, I have, like, almost 50,000 pictures now on my phone. You know, with four kids, you get a lot of pictures. But it's, like, I just always wanted to, like, just take good pictures. I just never got it, you know. But it's, like, whatever. Just keep taking more. You just I keep taking more. I got other things to fucking worry about in life, you know, yeah. at this point, you know. So. But. Fucking hysterical. Yeah. So what have you guys been watching? Anything good? Um... I don't know. I, I bet Paul hasn't been watching. No, I'm anything. still watching The Sopranos. Like... <laughs> the best show ever. Best show. How ever. far are you? You got to be like I finished it, and now I'm rewatching it yeah. again. Oh, you know God. what? I'm, I'm I'm watching this show on Showtime, American Rust, with um, huh. Jeff Daniels. I think. What's that about? And uh, the the main the main uh, there's a, a a kid like a young like twenty something year old kid, and and he looks just like. He looks just like AJ in The Sopranos. Oh, really? But it's a different actor because AJ from The Sopranos has got to be like, like 35 now, right? I think he's like 35, yeah. yeah. I was just uh, listening to his. He has a good. podcast. Really? AJ in Meadow. They have a podcast. with that. You know that guy from you? I, I, I've heard of him before, like Cassim. G. What's his, what's his name? Um, it's like he's, I've heard of him before. He's like done other YouTube things. He's on it, and then it's AJ and Meadow. It's his name's Rob Eiler, and then she's what's her name, Jamie Lynn Siegler or something. It was pretty funny. Like he's funny, like in real life, he's really funny. 
and he's friends yeah. with like Tom Segura and okay. has been on their podcast a bunch of times. Like it's funny in the show, he's kind of like, like no one really likes him. Like, like he's kind of annoying, like in the, on yeah. the Sopranos yeah. or like, he's just, there's always something. He's like a burden. The yeah. Whole he's just a, yeah. He's just show. an idiot. But in real life, he's yeah. like real sharp and, and like witty and funny. So, <laughs> but yeah, I've just been watching it again. It's so nice. funny. The sh- I mean, it's, it's amazing the dialogue and like the little things. Like if you grew up like like being Italian, like the little mm-hmm. shit they say is so funny. Like there's so many things that they say that I've heard growing up from like either my parents or like my grandparents that just makes me laugh. And like I'll be watching and I'll call my mom. I'll be like, "You're never gonna believe what they just said." <laughs> and I'll just like it's it's funny though. But Derek, did you watch it or no? Um, I watched it a little bit. I just honestly, I just never really was into watching TV. I never, I, I would just I have a hard time sitting down watching something. I yeah. just don't enjoy it. And I, I wish I could, you to be honest watch with you. Whenever you're ready to watch it, you know, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, I, I really wish I could sit down and enjoy stuff because, like, a lot of times, like, I'll, like, start to get into something, like, on Netflix, and then I'm just like, I can't do this. You you're know? watching Love on the Spectrum. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I gave up. I actually it was only, it was only a couple episodes, but uh, but yeah, it's just I, I gotta move on. You know, if it's like thirty minutes, I can watch it and just kind of move on. But I I just can't get involved in a long series or anything like that. Just well, uh, I have I have a, a Maker Central YouTube video that I watch Make Maker Centric, um, Homestead Homesteadonomics. Uh, the guy from Arizona. Did you see the uh, the tailgate ladder that he made for his truck? No. He made no. like a ladder that bolts to the tailgate of his truck that flips in and then locks onto the tailgate. Huh. So when he opens his tailgate, he flips open this ladder and then his dog can go up the ladder into oh, his truck cool. and he can walk up it. But it's cool because he put it on a pivot so that because obviously as he steps into the truck, the suspension goes down and he did it all in aluminum with a spool gun. Oh, wow. And um, it just like like he just it's like not that complicated of a project and he even says it in the video he's like you could just buy one of these and it would probably cost you like much less than than this but it just came out great you know yeah Yeah. it just came out it just came out great and like um it was like kind of an experiment for him to like use a spool gun and like weld some aluminum and whatever else but i just thought it was uh was a good a good project so shout out to homestead homesteadonomics yeah no Um, um I, I've been watching, and we just mentioned him recently, but Pask makes, dude, that guy. Oh yeah, his new just, video with the yeah, uh, uh, the crazy. gears. Yeah, yeah, the gears, and then he did the one with the um, brass little pieces. He was in laying like mm-hmm. those tools. Me and Jimmy were watching it last night. Just the guy's amazing. Like he's just like so, um, like determined to like finish stuff. Like he just doesn't give a shit yeah. how difficult it is. He like just finishes it. And it's just amazing to see. You know, I'm, I'm such a quitter. I just seriously, I just yeah, I I give up too easy. I think sometimes, but he's funny because at the end of the most recent video, the the big gears, he's like, I'm really happy to be done making gears. <laughs> he yeah. says it in the video because yeah. yeah, like right. in that video, if, if you guys have watched it, he made a giant. He made a propeller. Yeah. Like fucking yeah. amazing propeller and then he made yeah. one gear and then he yeah. was like well if i made one gear i might as well make another gear and then then he wanted yeah. to make like seven i mean these are giant like yeah. foundry size cogs yeah. yeah 
And by the time he's done, he make one, two, three, four, five, six of these huge gears. And each one of them is like many, many steps. I know. Like, I, when he's making like it, I'm like... a of work. I know. I'm watching it. Like the first one when I was watching, I was like, wow, that's really amazing. And then he's mm-hmm. like, oh, and then I added another layer onto this. And I was, I was like, you got to be shitting me, dude. Like that thing looked fine before. And then he yeah. just added more onto it. Yeah, but he's just... He's just talented. He's just really determined to do everything and doesn't care if he doesn't have, like, a tool to do it the way that makes it easy. He just will kill himself making it. So mm-hmm. I just that that yeah. just that video where he did that little thing with that to the inlays, it was really interesting. Oh, yeah, the uh, the, the drill thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. shout-out to Pask Makes. He's yeah. great. Yeah. So. Well, I think that about does it for us. I think everyone's falling asleep at the wheel but um this episode will come out the day before thanksgiving so i hope everybody has a happy thanksgiving you know drive safe um don't deep fry the turkey because i think that's dangerous right you you can like blow up yeah derek do you do some sort of crazy amount of videos i've seen no like no no we just basic turkey stuffing me and derek went over this last year i think yeah about the um whatchamacallit the uh what's it called when you had, what the stuffing? No, no, no. When you what? um the brine. Oh, brining! Yeah, dry, yeah, yeah. Wet. I, got, I got my yeah. I got my wet um wet brining. I got it um Saturday. <laughs> I'm picking my turkey up on Monday, and it'll be in nice. the brine tomorrow night. This was yeah. the conversation up we the had. Monday, you're killing it too. You want to know what brine I recommend, Paul? Which Do one? You dry brine or you in wet William brine? William Sonoma. Oh, uh, absolutely. That's the it's yeah. Delicious. We discussed this last year, and Chris, we, Chris yeah. was talking about how yeah. he had to get pick up a turkey, and he was saying something yeah. about how you know if they if they would have told me this turkey was two hundred and fifty dollars, I would have believed them because, like, I don't know. <laughs> I remember when you were saying that. <laughs> like, it's true. I know. Yeah. So this year, yeah. This so this year, year I was supposed pay. to get a turkey again, and I, I something came up for next week because I got to get the turkey from fucking New Jersey. Because that's where it comes from, from the farm at, that that runs the the kitchen at my building. But I can't make it to New Jersey now, so now we're just getting regular ass turkey. You I asked my nice mom. Butter ball. She, she goes. I asked my mom. I that's said because I get one it. for Angela's parents, and Angela's parents cook it. And I said, Mom, do you want a turkey? She's like, Nah, fuck it. We're making filet mignon. So I'm not. Uh, she's not even that's making turkey. probably so. a better option. Yeah, I think turkeys always come out like shit. After my dad died, my mom was like, "I ain't fucking cooking turkey ever again." Like my dad like cared about that shit and like he did did too. It's a a lot of work, but it's uh, I I love it. I love the stuff and oh yeah, I I love all the shit. The leftovers, yeah. But making the sandwiches, yeah. How how big a turkey you guys get, Paul? I don't know. I don't even know what we're getting this year. It depends. I told them I put my order in. They made you wait till November first because they said they're going to be so expensive. They wanted to make sure they had a price so people didn't back out. But like market, I told the guy, weight. yeah, it's just like I don't know. I I go. I want twenty four to twenty six pound. He goes, Jesus how many Christ. people are you having over? I says like nobody. But just me and my wife. Tons of leftovers. <laughs> I tell you, we last year I got a twenty-four pound turkey. It was just my family, the five of us. I cut half the breast off. Team turkey fro- till New Year's no, Eve. No, I cut half. Listen, I cut half of it. I vacuum sealed it, froze it, and like two months later, we thawed it out. We had it, and you would have thought it was Thanksgiving Day. Really? I'm gonna do the same thing. It was unbelievable. It was just as I'm good coming to your house in really? February. Yeah, and I want was, fucking Thanksgiving turkey in February. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I you couldn't have it believe ready it. For me. I mean, I was like ready to say we could toss it if we have to and get takeout, but it was delicious. 
<laughs> Crazy. Never would have known. Nice. So there you go. Well, everybody have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you yeah, to all the patrons. Check out Derek from Malden's Etsy page because the holidays are coming, folks. They yeah, are going to get come, an ornament. And you are not going to be able yeah. to get shit. You're going to be yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. And Prime is going to be delivering in January. And what are you going to do? How are you going to provide your family with meaningful gifts? You know what you're going to do? You're going to go on Etsy. You're going to go on Derek from Malden Etsy. You're going right. to get them a Derek from Malden something. And they're just gonna like it, even if they don't. Even if they don't know who Derek yeah, is, my, they're gonna love a thoughtful gift straight from Malden, Massachusetts. Yeah, so get my, on Etsy.com. My t-shirts Derek aren't from on the container. They're here. They're not here. They're not That's on the amazing. container. That's amazing. Yeah, they're here. American-made so they source. That's right. Came right through the uh, the, the Malden Customs agents. Yeah, anyway, yeah, we'll see everybody Malden. next week. Thank you for Thank listening. You. Uh. you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.